On today's episode of Relative Currency, one of the ways I try to keep in touch with some of the people that I meet is I have a dinner, just a big dinner with a group of people every other week, and we just all kind of go half on everything. And I know it works out better in China because in China we we kind of eat like big portions of food so we can share. But in the States, um, the same thing, just uh, make time to have lunch with people who you've met, make time to have a dinner with people that you've met, make time to go out and socialize a little bit. It doesn't have to be doesn't have to be anything that you can't work with your time. So if if you don't have the ability to travel too far, start networking with people who are closer to your community. Brother, sister and cousin, we've been relatives for a while. We're chatting about financial things. We're doing it family style. Cryptocurrency stocks and loans. Financial literacy. It'll be that and so much more. A relative currency. You're listening to Relative Currency. Fine-tuning financial literacy for the middle class. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Relative Currency. I'm Frank, here with Treffin and Alicia, and we're excited that you guys decided to join us. We want to encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Breaker, TuneIn, you name it, we're there. Please check us out. Give us a rating. Uh, as you know, we're fine-tuning financial literacy for the middle class here at Relative Currency, and we have another uh, exciting topic for you on this episode. I'm going to let Treffin uh, jump into it. I think you're going to get a lot out of it. So take it away, Treffin. Okay, so I'm just going to talk a little bit about networking. And I guess I can talk about my network that I actually have right now in China. So um, I actually work for an international NGO right now. And well, I volunteer with the international NGO. It's called the Rotary, the Rotaract, the Rotary. And I pretty much do professional networking with them. I sometimes do volunteer work with them. I eat with them. I, I go out with them. And it's opened a lot of opportunities for me. So every time I mention you should get financial advice from a professional, things like that, I don't pay for financial advice. I network with a lot of people in finance and I ask them these questions and I ask them, what do you think about this? Like, is this, is this something that you would do? Is this something that could work with me? Um, and we become friends or we become, I guess, colleagues in some instances because we end up working together. So, um, that's just Rotaract. I networked with them. I find a lot of people in finance and I got a lot of financial advice from people who I work with or people who work with me in that organization. So, Networking is one of the ways that you can actually get free financial advice, and it's also one of the ways we can get some pretty decent guidance. Other people in this organization in particular are in private equity, they're in tradings, they're overnight traders, things like that. So there are a lot of opportunities, uh, not just with the Rotaract. My mother, she used to be in Toastmasters, and Toastmasters is another international organization that's all over the world. Toastmasters is basically an organization for people who are interested in talking to others and public speaking and things like that. And my mother also has somewhat of a network with the people that she met through there. And Toastmasters is also in China. And I've networked with some of the people in Toastmasters for some of the things that they do. But um, I guess the, the main point is uh, network with an organization that you trust, network with an organization that's well known, and don't 
kind of join one of the smaller organizations that you don't know a lot about because those could end up being scams. And don't ever join an organization that's asking you for money. But um, if you're looking for just specifically finance, there are finance organizations that you can also join. And that can help you kind of expand your network with people who can give you financial advice. And maybe they're not necessarily willing to give you all the financial advice that you need, but you can learn a lot from just working with people, eating with people and things like that. And one of the ways that I kind of not expand my network, but one of the ways I try to keep in touch with some of the people that I meet is I have a dinner just a big dinner with a group of people every other week. And we just all kind of go half on everything. And I know it works out better in China because in China, we, we kind of eat like big portions of food so we can share. But in the States, um, the same thing, just uh, make time to have lunch with people who you've met, make time to have a dinner with people that you've met, make time to go out and socialize a little bit. It doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be anything that you can't work with your time. So if, if you don't have the ability to, travel too far, start networking with people who are closer to your community, closer to your area. Um, when I do all of my networking, it's not any farther than a 10 minute walk from my home. So I network with people who are really close by to me and uh, my network has helped people get jobs. My network has helped me a lot with the investing that I've done and a lot with some of the things that I've um, started doing as far as um, purchasing property and things like that in the States. But um it's it's important that you have someone who's a financial expert sometimes when you're trying to make big purchases or you're doing something uh, like we were talking about reverse mortgages before. Um, this is a good opportunity for you to actually talk to someone who might be able to give you some kind of feedback or some like professional experience with this kind of situation. But uh, what do you guys think? How do you network in the States? I typically will go to um, as many of the work-related functions as I can. Um, I found formally and then informally being able to have a few minutes before or after work to, to make a connection with someone that you work with often ends up mm-hmm. uh, opening doors down the road. Um, you know, and I'll be honest, it's, it's more because of the stage of life that I'm in that I'm not able to uh, – do as much of, of what you're doing now, Paul. I mean, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And it's possible that maybe I will one day be able to be even more active, but I now relied on, on more using uh, the opportunities that are given by the organization that I work for that may even you know lead to opportunities in the future with another organization, depending just on how, um, how things occur. I'm exceedingly happy where I work now. And I, was able to find this job due to word of mouth. And so I definitely will testify and attest to the power of networking. And I finally uh, learned just how much it is, not what you know, but who you know, even though you need to know something yeah. as well. Um, but who Very you know. Very much like that in China. Yes. And um, it helps you also to land in a place that has a, a culture that works for you because you know, everything works for somebody, but everything doesn't work for everybody. And um, yeah. that good match that somebody who knows you mm-hmm. can direct you to or have the insight yeah. to know um, is is where you would do well when, uh, if you land there. That's invaluable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I feel like you should never feel uncomfortable when you're networking with people. If you're in some kind of meeting or some kind of event or workshop and you feel uncomfortable, then I don't think that those are the kind of people that you actually want to network with. I was at a, a wine event and I don't go to fancy events. It's just that I had a ticket for it. I didn't know anyone there and I felt really uncomfortable being there. So I ate the food and I left because um, it's just, it, there was not really anything that I could get from networking with the people there. They were all about wine importing and exporting. And that's not really, that's not my thing. There are some nice people, but um, I think maybe one person I met who I was kind of interested in, who was really down to earth, but uh, they were a little bit snobbish. They weren't uh, the kind of people that I really wanted to kind of add to the network. So I, that's so cool. Yeah. So it's very interesting. Um, and I, 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 one of the things I want to clarify as I'm hearing is, a lot of people hear the term network and you guys have used it correctly, but it's also a, it can be, um, how would you say, an ambiguous term from a standpoint of some people think of networking as going out in, into an, a networking event and handing out cards and networking and trying to make contacts. And that's part of networking. But I think what you guys are more hitting on is the, 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 the in between networking that you do, like the people that you've met, like, yes, you've networked, but the relationships you continue to cultivate are part of networking. So I think that networking isn't about, oh, I need to go to a, you know, BNI event or Toastmasters event or some, you know, insert group name here event. While that's something you can definitely do, I think that the main thing to understand is that you have a network of people. Those, that is your network. Like if you don't hang out with anybody, you ain't got a network. So. Um, there's a guy, there's, there's a guy, Jeff Johnson, um, he's very, very intelligent guy, um, done some stuff on BET and some other philanthropy. He's just, he's, he's all around. Just, if you never heard him speak, he's, he's a, he's a great guy, Jeff Johnson. Um, point is this, he said the five people that are around you, that's going to tell you about where you're going. So I think that, you know, when you think about a network, it's like, who is around you? Like what, you know, not, it's not about who you're trying to meet. It's like, who is around you now? Because you're not going to network anywhere if the people around you now aren't going in the direction you're going. If you say, man, I need to get some friends that are in, like you mentioned finance, you mentioned, um, you know, you know, Lisa mentioned she had gotten a job, you know, and so it's like, you're not going to get these connections if you don't, uh, how would you say, have those people around you. It's not going to magically appear. I think a lot of people live in these worlds where they just magically think like a magic beanstalk is going to just grow up and be like, oh, here's what I was looking for. You have to cultivate it. And so I just want to make sure the term network is, 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 is a daily verb that is being done with people around you. And you may need to change your network. Like after hearing this, you might say, man, I ain't got nobody around me. Everybody around me is, is a deadbeat. Well, you need to reevaluate who you're, who you're um, in, 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 in a relationship with. And so just for me personally, you know, I, I try to, you know, I've built networks from people that I work with, people at my church, but people, I've gravitated toward people that have similar interests so that when we, when things happen, I say, hey, you know, here's something I know about and they can actually help me, you know, when I get, I may have introduced them to a topic, but then they're telling me, hey, yo, hey, check this out, because that's what you want. You don't, you don't, ha you can't be the subject matter expert on everything in your network. Like you might know some things, but you need to be able to have a group of people that's moving in the same direction. I think that's the main thing is if your people that are around you are not moving in the same direction, then you don't have a good network. And so just, you know, I just wanted to kind of add a different layer to the term networking and, and why it's important and, and really defining it so people can say, okay, it's not about, well, I need to go to this after work mixer 
like, you know, Catherine mentioned about, you know, those are okay, but sometimes those are just like, they may not be the kind of people you want. You might not meet anybody there. I think that you're going to, your network has grown through the soft skills relationships that you may get through work, through church, through your neighborhood, cultivating those. That's your network. That's what networking is. It's not about putting on a suit and, and kind of handing out business cards and, and, and that kind of thing. So I just wanted to kind of um, clean, clean that up a little bit. And, and I hope that you now, if you're listening to this, you're looking at it and you're taking notes and you're saying, who's in my network? Who's those five people? that are around me and where am I going? Am I going in the direction or am I just deceiving myself? Because it ain't going to happen if you're not planning it now. Like it, it, it's like, I think we not, I think the one of the interesting things about the world today is we don't farm. So we almost don't have any idea of the idea. You can't reap and sow in the same season, right? So a farmer would never go out and plant his crop and then come back the next day and say, huh, I wonder why I don't have anything to eat. He would be doing it in advance, right? He would be planning in advance. And so I think you have to do the same thing with your life and with people around you. And so if you're looking at yourself today, you're not where you want to be, you know, start changing who's around you, start growing that circle. Or if the people around you that you do want, start looking at what they're producing and seeing if you can grow what's already there. So I just, I just want to leave that with, with you guys um, as, as we touch on really, really one of the, I think one of the best topics that we've, we've talked about um, on the show today. Yeah. I um, also I just wanted to add the Internet is a really good place to network also. And you don't actually have to meet all of the people in person. It's better if you do, but it's not necessary. So I use WeChat in China a lot. And there's there are huge networks on WeChat in China if you ever come to China. And of course, there's there are lots of networks on Facebook and things like that, too that you can just simply send questions if you have questions and things like that, and you can kind of form that community, and that could be a part of your network also. Um, I just feel like it's better for you to actually meet someone in person, but that's just me. That's my kind of experience with networking, at least. I, I agree wholeheartedly, and um, thank you, gentlemen, for pointing out, you know, that there are a number of different types of networks. And, and the truth is you actually can find a solution in a direction that you weren't looking uh, just by being open to getting to know people and letting yourself be known to some extent and being interested in other people and talking. Sometimes you are interacting with people in situations, say church or some other type of uh, community that formed based on a non-professional uh, reason. And you find out that there's opportunities or avenues that you were not aware of or that now you are given a chance to pursue just because of people that you have allowed um, into your circle. And you have to be discriminating, of course. But again, if you're um, interacting well with people and you're open to meeting people and you allow yourself opportunities to do so, Anything can be your networking. It doesn't have to be, um, as was stated, doesn't have to be corporate. Um, but as long as you're out there and meeting people and you are moving and progressing um, with goals, you will tend to attract people who are moving in the same direction. And you will often find that iron sharpens iron and you get to your journey more entertained and better equipped. Amen. Amen. So uh, again, like I said, I want to thank you guys for 
supporting this episode, listening. Uh, again, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, Breaker, you name it, we're there. Uh, just thank you, uh, Trevor, for bringing in such a great topic. And, and Lisa, again, for filling in. So we want to thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you very soon on another episode of Relative Currency. Thank you for listening to Relative Currency. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and other major podcast platforms.